When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle, to discuss the Crimson Tide invite, which took place on April 23rd and 24th in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's very sad that our team had to go to that cesspool the south. Don't even lie. You know that's your favorite location. No, that's not it at all. Actually, the Seth Pool of the South, as people call it, is Georgia or Athens. But, you know, this is basically the equivalent Why of are it. people so vile? What do you mean? I mean, it's the reality of it is. Nobody wants to go to Athens. Nobody wants well, to go to Tuscaloosa. Well, obviously, the students that go to those schools want to go. They made that mistake. They made their beds. Y'all are they can lie. They can lie in the, pool, the cesspool. That is the Tuscaloosa. Well, if it hadn't been for Tuscaloosa and the Crimson Tide invite... We wouldn't have had all these highlights and all these people getting wins. Is this because you've got family members that are, you know, in Tuscaloosa that you're trying to be nice? It's because I'm just trying to be a nice person and care about people. All is fair in love and war, and they made their mistakes. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the (laughs) podcast for today. I hope everybody had a nice day. Hey, real real quick, though. It's funny. Uh, There was a news story today that I think a truckload of, like, raw chicken had spilled out all over the streets of Tuscaloosa. Can you you imagine how bad that would stink? I mean probably improving what's going on there right now God, what is your problem or maybe, you're so mean maybe they're running auburn fans out of tuscaloosa by trying to get the smell out there i don't know just a weird thing that popped up today since that we're talking about nothing tuscaloosa. to do with track and field though but it was talking about tuscaloosa and those are the feelings that come out of me when you mentioned that place wow that was quite a detour people i'm so, sorry it's just what happens so here we are so like i said the crimson tide invite was april 23rd and 24th um, hope they had some nice weather there. I would imagine they've had some pretty, because this was over the last weekend, and last weekend in Auburn, at least, when I was there, was outstanding. I wish there was a track meet there that last weekend. Yep. So so we do have a lot of highlights. So Kyle, why don't you start us off with those? The highlights. We've got Dante Brown. He won the men's 100 meter. He also got a PR of 10.14 seconds. This is the fastest Auburn time ever recorded. Is this ever recorded, Jessica? Wow, that's incredible. I didn't think he had, like, I knew he'd been doing great things all season, but I didn't think he had gotten the best time all season. Well, this is also the first time we've seen him in the 100 this season. Is it really? What was what events? We'll scroll down and look. What what events has he been doing previously? The 200 meter. The 200 meter. That's what it was. I knew it was in one of the short distance events, but that's that's awesome. Great, great for him. Tyler Colbert won the 400 meter hurdles with a PR of 58 seconds flat. That's an amazing PR. She shaved off. It was like six tenths of a second. I mean, just ridiculous amount of time to be shaved off in a 400 which to us it doesn't sound like a whole lot just people who don't fall in track and field a lot but that's you're saying that's a huge amount to shave yeah off. i'm saving i'm saying that's a that's a lot um next up we had dontavius hill winning the men's high jump we've seen him do that a lot this season mm-hmm. or at least come top three so that's awesome then presley weems ran a 
2 minutes, 6.66 seconds in the 800 meter, which earned her the silver medal. It's not a combination of numbers you really want to see at the end of 6666, all that stuff. Got her a good time (laughs) and a good score. I guess that's what comes with it. Uh, Aaliyah Francis placed third in the 400 meter dash. Also, Ryan Kinane placing third. It's a string of thirds here, a lot of bronzes. Third in the 1500 meter with a PR of 3 minutes, 42.02 seconds. And then Brandon Smiley in the 200 meter, placing third with a time of 21.1 seconds. So those are all of your highlights. You got to have some highlights in Tuscaloosa because there's not many highlights there when you go there. God, listen to him. Well, it's, it's just the Auburn-Alabama rival. They're saying the exact same things over there. It's, it's kind of... I didn't realize un- track and field was this competitive with teams This like is that. Auburn and Alabama. And I listen, folks, I know that other teams are there as well, but okay. this is Auburn and Alabama. It's 24-7, 365 days a year. Well, there you have it, folks. Apparently, I am wrong. No, you're not wrong. You just need to get with the program. Okay. And just learn to despise Alabama and every bean of your soul. Speaking of the program, let's get to the entire program that Auburn competed in. So, as normal, we only talk about the events that Auburn had competitors in. There were other events at this meet. But if Auburn didn't compete, frankly, we do not care. Exactly. See, now you're being mean. I was being mean about Tuscaloosa, but you're acting like we don't care about the other track and field that. I'm saying we, as the podcast, don't care. Fair enough. Okay. So, for the first event, we had the women's 100-meter hurdles. We had Elise Heddens, who's competed in this twice this season already. She placed 18th out of 24 with a time of 14.98 seconds. Um, for the women's 400-meter, we had Aaliyah Francis, like we talked about, getting third place. There were 21 athletes in that event. She had a time of 54.64, which is not her fastest this season. Her fastest was 53.4 at the War Eagle, which mm-hmm. should make Kyle happy. Yes. And her fastest time was in Auburn. Of course. The fastest times always come in Auburn because it's the best place in the world. It brings the best. I would bet, I would guarantee this, Jessica, that everybody's best times that were at the Tiger Track Classic or the War Eagle Invite happened on those two particular meets because it was in Auburn. Well, I guess we're about to find out. I'm just saying. Unfortunately, it wasn't that case for the 400-meter hurdles <laughs> since I, Tyler I, Colbert got I her my case. PR at the Crimson Classic. Ah. Um, Ryan Kinane got his PR at the Crimson Classic. I think Carson Bedix, Tommy, um, I think quite a few men's distance runners got their PRs at the Crimson Classic. We could, Maybe they were running from Tuscaloosa. Maybe I they was, were afraid. Thank you so much. That's exactly the way I was going to turn that around. There you go. Trying to get there, they, had, they ran so fast, they jumped so high because they're trying to escape that place. There you go. That's what, it, that's what happens. All right, the women's 400-meter hurdles. We had Tyler Colbert in first, as we've talked about, with 58 seconds. Asia Jinx in fourth, 59.97 seconds. Jennifer Dietrich in ninth, 62.69 seconds. And then Morgan Milliken, 20th out of 21, 66.76 seconds. And so, Kyle, once again, your your thing about everybody's fastest time being in Auburn is false because literally every single one of those th- four women had their fastest time at the Crimson Classic. Fine, fine. Just poke holes in my logic. I still hate Alabama. Or Crimson Invite. Sorry, Crimson Classics cross country. I, I see Crimson, and I literally see red. 
And that's what. But that's, that's I, I know that's but the, it's, it's figurative and it's literal. Mm. It makes me angry. All okay. right, let's 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 keep rolling through this before I get any more angry. The women's eight hundred meter Presley Weems got second out of thirty seven competitors. Her time two minutes six point seven seconds, exactly what she got in the last feed as well. Well, no, it's not because remember it was two minutes six point six six seconds this oh, time. Oh, that was her PR. We talked right, about that. Rounded up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yep. Yep. Moving on Close to the enough. women's <laughs> women's fifteen hundred meter, we had Hallie Porterfield placing sixth out of thirty competitors with her fastest time of the season four minutes twenty nine point three seconds. Then for the women's hammer throw, there were actually two different hammer throw events. There was the Invitational, which we've talked about before, that it's a set number of athletes that are specifically invited to compete in that. And then just the hammer throw open where anybody can compete. So Maddie Malone was um, was invited to the invite portion. She threw 59.19 meters in the hammer throw for an 11th place finish out of 14 competitors in the invite. Then for the regular hammer throw, there were 23 competitors. Danny Gregory placed fourth with a throw of 57.71 meters, her farthest of the season. Jocelyn Budwig placed sixth, her first time throwing an outdoor with a throw of 56.37 meters. Let me clarify, first time throwing for the hammer throw and outdoor. And then Mara Hewalt placing 11th with a throw of 52.73 meters, which is her farthest this season as well. Just speculation here. There's a lot of people just competing in the hammer throw here. I mean, you've got 11 or 14 in the invite and 23 in the open portion yeah. of that. I wonder if Tuscaloosa actually has got a really nice setup for throwing if this, this many people wanted to come compete and they had to split it up into an invite and an open. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com slash e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2cnetwork.com slash support whether you decide to join or not we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Next up, women's javelin throw, Kira McCarroll. Second out of 40. There we go again, talking about a lot of people yeah. competing. 40 people wanted to throw the javelin at uh, Tuscaloosa. She gets second out of all those, 53.32 to throw for her. Ashley Carter, right behind her in fourth place, 51.70 meter throw for her. The women's long jump, we've got four people to talk about. Janiah Jones, fifth out of 30 competitors, 5.82 meters for her. Essence Thomas, 12, 5.49 meters. 
Imani Jones, 19th, 5.32 meters, and then Megan Lonneman, 5.08 meters. They were 12th, 19th, and 28th, respectively. All right, moving on to the women's pole vault, we had Lexi Lena Weber. She was in the pole vault invite, which had 16 competitors, and she placed 12th with a vault of 3.92 meters. Then Rhiannon held at the exact same vault of 3.92 meters, which gave her a first place finish in the open. There were 18 competitors in the open. So 34 competitors total in women's pole vault with 16 in the invite and 18 in the open. So, so far what I'm seeing, this is a pretty big meet. It yeah, seems like in absolutely. Dust overall, even just from the, we talked a lot about looking at some of the, like the, I guess the speed races, uh, the hundred yard dash and stuff like that, that usually showing up, but we only had stuff in the hurdles. So you can see at least from throwing how big a group might have been here. Definitely. Moving on to women's shot put, we've got Mara Hewalt placing fifth out of 26 competitors with a throw of 16.31 meters, her farthest of the season by a significant amount. And Trinity Love placing 25th with a throw of 11.59 meters and her farthest by two-tenths of a meter. I'll finish out the women for us and the throwing events for the women. Four people to talk about in the women's discus. Mara Hewalt, ninth out of 31 competitors, 48.49 meters. Jocelyn Budwick, 11th, 47.38 meters. Maddie Malone, 30th, 33.32 meters. This is the first time we saw Maddie in the discus. Sure is. It's interesting that I wonder why she wanted to get in on that action there. I don't know, but I love it. I know. I love seeing her throw things. Uh, so interesting to see her do this for the first time in Tuscaloosa. Maybe she got mad like me and just wanted to throw something in Sounds the direction. Sounds about right. <laughs> but, but I guess I shouldn't advocate for throwing a discus at somebody. That Not I'll... at somebody, just in an open field. Yes. Trinity Love, 31st uh, overall. 33.17 meters was her throw. I will open up the men's discussion for us. The men's 100 meter, we already talked about him. Dante Brown winning the gold out of 44 runners there. 10.14 seconds. And it looks like how I misspoke. He has competed in the 100 meter one other time this season. Competed in the very first but outdoor it's easy, season. It's easy to forget that because it was such a long time ago. so long ago, yeah. But I was like, I feel like we've talked about him at least once, but I, I've been wrong before as many times in my life. No comments, Jessica. I feel like that was opening the door for her. Jason Reese <laughs> in this event as well. Fifth overall, 10.54 seconds for him. All right, for the men's 110-meter hurdles, we had Oquindo Bernard placing 8th out of 28 with his best time of the season of 14.37 seconds, Trey Reynolds placing 17th in 14.78 seconds, and David Edmondson placing 23rd in 15.65 seconds. For the men's 200-meter, we only had two competitors, Brandon Smiley placing 3rd out of 33 competitors in 21.12 seconds. And Jason Reese placing ninth in 21.34 seconds, which is Jason's fastest time of the season. Mm -hmm. The men's 400-meter hurdles. Luke Roberts is the only one to talk about here. 14th out of 23 competitors. He had a run and jump of 53.89 seconds. The men's 1,500 meter, we got five people to talk about, and all of these we are used to talking about from cross countries. Third overall, Ryan Kinane, 3 minutes 42 seconds. Cooper Atkins, fifth, 3 minutes 42.7 seconds, so literally only separated by 0.7 seconds. That's incredible for them to be that close. Uh, Tommy McDonough, seventh overall, 3 minutes 43.6 seconds. Carson Bedix, 23rd, 3 minutes 52.1 seconds. And Benson Atkins, 25th overall, 3 minutes 
eight seconds. All our guys finish in the top 25 of that very large field. Yeah, and you if you look, for us, it's very easy because we've got all the times from the season across our board. But So, like, Ryan Kinane, his first time this season was 3 minutes 51 seconds, and now he's down to 3 minutes 42 seconds. Mm-hmm. Nine seconds shaved off. And when you're running a sub-four-minute mile, nine seconds is really significant to shave off within a season. And then Benson Atkins shaved off, gosh, seven seconds as well from 403 to 356. Um, let's see, Carson shaved off one second from his previous time. Um, let's see. I mean, everybody has just consistently yep. shaved off time. Tommy shaved off seven seconds. Cooper shaved off a whole second as well. Jessica is doing some really quick math in here, and I'm watching her go, and it's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. Thanks. This isn't my first day looking at numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other thing that I want to point out here, and I know this really doesn't have anything to do in terms of you know analyzing what happened in here, but I, just since we have all of these times in front of us, it's interesting to watch like who's competed and what, and then now all five of them ran together. Yeah. In Tuscaloosa. Yeah, this is the first time all season that they've competed at the exact same time. Which which is really interesting because we got used to watching them all season cross country. Mm-hmm. They split up the last couple of times, but we are getting towards the end of the season. That's exactly right. And so they're getting everybody out there to keep competing out there and getting to their best times possible as we get towards the end of the reg- regular season. That's right. Least. And everybody must have been healthy this week. So That's a good point. So, all right, for the men's 5,000 meter, Jackson Thomas competed, placed 11th out of 22 with a time of 1436.4, which is his fastest of the season, too. For the men's discus, we had Kyle Moisson um, competing in the discus invite, 14 competitors. He placed 10th with a throw of 10.09 meters. Then Quentin Wynn placed um, 4th out of 17 in the men's discus open with a throw of 49.81 meters. All right, let's throw some more things. The men's hammer throw. We had four people to talk about. Kyle Brown, 7th out of 27 competitors, 67.29 meters. Eric Ebel, 8th, right behind him, 66.09 meters. Kyle Moisson, 11th, 60.39 meters. And then Quentin Wynn, 27th, 39.89 meters. Now let's jump on some things. Dontavious Hill, oh, we talked about. that to... was so cheesy. <laughs> I'm full of cheesy jokes. Uh, Dontavious Hill, we already talked about him a lot this season. And, of course, he continues the trend of dominating Winning the gold here in the high jump, 2.19 meters. David Edmondson was 11th, 1.96 meter jump for him. For the men's pole vault, we had Matthew Asplin placing 12th out of 18 competitors with a jump or a vault, excuse me, of 4.90 meters. You You really have in so many ways. (laughs) Men's shot put, we had Ethan Richter placing 16th out of 35 competitors with a throw of 16.47 meters. I'm just happy everybody got out of Tuscaloosa. That's all I'm happy about. Oh my gosh. Just just run, jump, get out of there, and don't go back. You don't want to be there. I promise you. (laughs) Well, Kyle, (laughs) so Auburn will compete in two meets this coming weekend, the April 29th through the 30th. So actually, starting tomorrow, April 27th, um, some of the team will compete in the pin relays. I feel like every time, the pin relays is such a big event, like I feel like it should have some kind of like slogan or or That's sound fair. every time we say it the pin relays. thank you the pin relays <laughs> in obviously philadelphia pennsylvania and then for the 29th and 30th some of the team will go to the Torin lawrence invitational in kyle's unfortunate place that he already mentioned athens georgia it's not tuscaloosa so it could be worse so it, yeah it, it's fine it's fine it's fine I'll, we'll deal with it it's not it doesn't tuscaloosa. sound fine but either way really excited to see our athletes compete again in pin relays yeah. my favorite event of the year 
and you know, lots of good things could come from Athens as well. And just to say this, I think this is fair as I've learned more about this. This is probably the quintessential event for track and field, other than like the Olympics or the uh, trials. Or the NCAAs. Or the NCAA yeah, championships. The, yeah. So this this is like the meat of the year that everybody wants to pay attention to. Yep. So you can tune in along for these several days of action in Philadelphia. And obviously we'll talk about it in all the action next week. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.